advantage today is post valentine's day derek is your wife happy today is she happy with you did you do everything right yesterday well i was scheduled to watch uh, drafts last night so we uh, we kind of did something on tuesday night uh or actually monday monday night we actually uh, did our valentine's kind of like you did so uh yeah. she was fine she was probably sleeping by 8 30 last night so i was uh, it was just me last <laughs> night <laughs> I know you weren't sleeping at 8 o'clock. You're not an early-to-bed guy. No, I'm not. I'm actually getting a little better at that. But, yeah, I'm still a night all by trade. But I'm, a, I'm able to get in there before midnight most nights now. All right. Well, last night was Tom was my date. He was my Valentine. I even sang to him on Sirius XM last night. What do you think? You happy, Tom? You feel good? <laughs> yeah, I feel fine. Uh, I feel a little more uncomfortable than I did a second ago. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I you were, you were, I didn't realize you were singing to me. That doesn't make it any better because it was not good singing, but it was a good show. We had a lot of fun last night. Love is in the air. Mm, scooby Dooby. Yeah, all right. You still in love or not? What else we got to talk about today? All right, let's talk about something else then. Here we go. Let's talk about our draft champions league. We just put a post on the message boards. We got to have a cutoff date, right, Tom? We always got to have a cutoff date because these guys take forever in March. So if you want to get in the 150 Draft Champions League, you need to sign up by at least uh, March 6th or 7th. Let's just say that right now. These things take about 21 days to finish, so we got to stop taking sign-ups 21 days before the start of the season. And the start of the season is Thursday, March 29th. So jump on in. But we're going to start pushing these babies along in March, starting March 1st. If you enter any draft champions league after that, the last 20 rounds, we're going to push the deadline up by an hour. So if you're in a four hour one, we're going to move it to three hours. If you're in a two hour one, we're going to move it to one hour. We got to manually do that. So feel free to remind us, but Derek, this makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, uh, we're all moving forward. People are used to the quicker pace. We now have multi-round queue you can put players and different players in every single round if you want to so technologically we can do this so let's push things forward what do you think yes i, I like this a lot actually we like you said we have the capabilities to do this at least manually this year next year 2019 and also for our football drafts i believe in 2018 we're just going to have this installed um the, these draft champions are gr it's a great format right again it's, it's a great way to get to know the entire player pool it goes 50 rounds deep um but me even when i played i used these early dcs kind of as a preparation you know for like a main event or a, or a rotowire online challenge just basically because you could you could do it early enough and there weren't satellites necessarily uh yet so yep. you know you get your picks through 30 and then you kind of maybe some guys just get lax and that and that's just a product of the product of the beast i think now there's guys that go all the way through the end tons of guys that do it but it's just a, a you're right and then in march um because of spring training going on guys like to eat that whole clock to see if they get you know that one 
update that might, you know, this guy moves up a, yeah. a rung in the closer ladder or something like that. So not that that's a, a, a bad thing, but at the same point, we don't want the, the end of the draft dragging on longer than it needs to be. So this is a, this is a good thing we're going to do, and we're going we're gonna to install this moving forward. Absolutely, and in football, we're thinking about after round 20, so yep. the last 15 rounds. Yep. We just push that up by an hour or cut it in half. I didn't want to go too drastically by cutting it in half, so we're moving it up an hour, but we'll look at football as well, and that happens in football. Those last 15 rounds just drag on, and it kind of spoils the experience, so we're doing that in baseball. Tom, we're seeing our competitors all of a sudden having four-hour draft champions leagues. Uh, so, again, this is a copycat industry. Nobody's ever innovative until they are innovative, and then everybody follows suit, but uh, we're seeing our competitors seeing four-hour ones as well, so... I guess that's a badge of honor, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, what is it? Uh, you know, what's the what's the sincerest form of flattery? I'm I'm spacing out right now. Uh, cop, not copying, yep. whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, other people are doing it. That's fine. Do what you got to do. I think it's uh, imitation, is isn't it? Imitation. Imitation is the sincerest form. Of, thank you, Darren. Appreciate <laughs> that. But uh, yeah, we've we've got the best contest in the industry. So yeah, you can go play somewhere else. But if you want to play with the best, you come play with us. Yep. Absolutely. You know, when you think about the draft champions, guys, look at how we've changed this year. I mean, first of all, we used to start them the next day at 1 o'clock, right? Now we start them an hour later. We get draft spots out to you within 15 minutes after the league fills. I mean, those were subtle changes, but, man, it's really gotten things going. And then, of course, changing the 8-hour to 4 hours has been really good, and people have really adjusted. Now we got technology starting to keep up with us. So, Get in the draft champions if you want. Like Derek said, 15 teams, 50 rounds. We're going to have about 3,000 teams there. Look at the 12-team, 50-round, $50 draft champions. We're going to have over 1,500 teams in that one. Maybe we'll approach 2,000. We know what happened in football with the 25 and $50 ones. We had almost 3,000 teams in that one. And this year we got the MFL 10s. And we know how many that's going to be. I mean, that could be... We know what the number is, but let's just say probably close to 10,000 teams. So Draft Champions is going to take off. We're leading the way here. I don't know what else to say except we love this format. We're trying to be innovative. We're trying to push them. We're trying to make them faster. Derek, you got anything to add there? Well, uh, in fact, yesterday I got called up impromptu, kind of impromptu to the Minneapolis office. I was kind of keeping my fingers crossed that you guys were letting me go so I could actually just come back and draft in, in these leagues. But no, no luck there. But, uh, yeah, again. Oh, just, all, Rob. Don't worry about it. That's still possible, but keep talking. Yeah, no, just uh, like you said, the innovation is great. This multi-round queue thing is going to be fantastic once people get used to used to doing this. I saw. I look in at my buddy's team. I got a good buddy that drafts a lot with us. And I go in, and he lets me look at his teams. And, you know, just to see the way his queues are now set up through rounds, like, 40 through 46, I think he did in the draft champions. And he's all set. So he's like, he's like you know, I, I he goes, I'll throw it on auto, right? I'll, I'll you know, I'll keep track. I get the emails when my turn is next. But, uh, yeah, I have... He says he has no problem keeping stuff on auto now the whole time because he's just he's ready and this multi round queue stuff just lets him plan way in advance. Well, that's the great point because again, you don't even have to put it on auto, but you can set mm -hmm. the guys up that you want right. in those rounds, and when you get on the clock, there they are. Yep. Okay, I know who I want. I'm taking this top guy. Boom, it moves forward. So that's the key. So we're not trying to toot our own horn or anything like that. We're just saying we've made a lot of changes. It feels like we've been doing it this way for a long time, but it's not. And I think when we go to football, this is going to be unique. I'll say one thing. In the MFL 10s, we agreed to keep the eight hours because those people are used to that. We're not keeping the eight hours in the NFFC, but I have a feeling, and I, Tom, you maybe agree, 
The MFL 10 people are doing eight hours. When they start seeing the four hours and the two hours, they may be requesting that or they're going to jump in there. We'll do four hours and eight hours. Let's see which one is more popular. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think the four hour is the way to go. I mean, I think two hour is probably still more of a niche uh, for people who really like the super fast ones. But uh, I think the four hour will become standard. I mean, you just don't need you don't need eight hours to make one pick in a fantasy draft of any kind. I'm no. sorry. You just don't. That's a work day, people. <laughs> you don't need an entire work day to make one selection. It's ridiculous. Four hours. It's working. We're having great success with it, and I think it's just going to become the norm. Yeah, I mean, in the past, you couldn't make a pick on a phone, on a smartphone, with our software. You just right. couldn't. It was impossible. Now it's no problem. So if you're at work, you don't have to get on the work computer. Just pick up your phone and make that pick. So so there you go. So All right, so I'm feeling good about that. I hope you guys are feeling good. We've put the deadline out there, so start getting in the draft champions because – they're not going to be here for a long time. We will have the expresses in March, but uh, we're having the live drafts. We don't have time to be making sure these things fill. So get in one now if you can. Tom, I thought we had a lot of fun last night on the SiriusXM show last night. Brian McTaggart was on there. He's very good on MLB.com. We talked about the Astros. I mean, he agrees. This team has a chance to be the first team to repeat, I think, since the Yankees. So uh, a lot of positive and. We're talking about Alex Bregman. We liked him. He liked him. He had a lot of good things to say about him. George Springer, he likes him as well. He thinks Altuve could get better. He said, I don't know if he can hit 380, but he can get better. I mean, that's hard to believe, but good guess last night, right? Yeah, absolutely. He did a great job. And, uh, yeah, that Astros team is ridiculous. And then you had Garrett Cole to the mix and uh, a great top of the rotation with Verlander and Cole and all that offense. And, it's fine. It's young talent. I mean, I know Springer's, you know, like 29, but it's still a youngish team, and it's a lot of fun. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch, and Dr. A from Inside Injuries came on, and uh, he's always a great guest. So, yeah, we had a good time last night, and uh, Curtis Jones as well, who yep. was in the online championship draft on Tuesday night, did a great job talking about his picks and what he thought about the overall draft. So, hopefully, we'll be able to do that every Wednesday night, bringing in people who are drafting with us and get some thoughts from them about how the drafts are going, why they're doing certain things. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, we are filling up Wednesday night drafts going forward. We know last night was Valentine's Day. I didn't realize we had so, so many romantic <laughs> NFBC owners, but uh, they were all taking their wives out last night because we couldn't fill up a cut line. But I'm telling you right now, going forward, we are filling those up on Wednesday night. Maybe next Wednesday we do a Beat Jeff Erickson or something like that. Let's get a Road Wire Online Championship next Wednesday night. Let's get you guys on the air. Let's make you stars. Curtis did a great job. Went over his team, his thoughts, and such like that. That's what we're doing every Wednesday night. Count on it going forward. All right, Derek, last night, or yesterday the big news was the Diamondbacks did say they're using the humidor. And now you're seeing reports all over the place that offense could be down 25 to 50% at Chase Field. As Dave Potts tweeted out, Tom, everybody all of a sudden is a humiditorian or whatever, <laughs> an expert on humidors, right? I yeah. think that's a little bit uh, crazy, 25 to 50%. But, uh, you know, the ball players will still hit the ball out of the park no matter where they are, I think. What do you think, Derek? What yeah, can we talk about that? It, it's hard for me to believe that they're. The first guy came out and said there could be a 25 to 50% drop in offense. Now, I can see, you know, the, a, a drop in home, you know, a, a significant drop in home yeah. runs maybe. But a lot of a lot of home runs, if they if they don't go out, they do turn into doubles. You know what I'm saying? So some yeah. some of that some of that production is still going to be there. Now, I, I think some guys it doesn't affect. I, I think it helps all their pitchers. I think everyone kind of agrees on that. 
I think that's pretty pretty simple to understand. But some of I don't know that it affects all their guys. Maybe Goldschmidt. No, I'm one of the guys that was going to fade Goldschmidt this year anyways. I just I like some of the values I can get on Freddie Freeman and Joey Votto in the second round as opposed to having to take Goldschmidt in the first round. So I was the guy that was fading him anyways. I can see him um, falling a little bit. But here's the thing. People are thinking Goldschmidt still is like a 40 home run hitter. He hasn't hit 40 home runs in a long time. You know, he's up there in the high 20s or the 30s. So, you know, he hit I think 16 or 17 home runs on the road last year. They're still going to play 81 games on the road. So, you know, they're 81 games at home. So maybe it affects them three, four home run balls. I don't know the exact rate, but let's say he hit, I don't know, 15 at home last year, 20% drop. He hits 12 at home. So I don't know that it's as bad as it sounds for some of the hitters. A guy like A.J. Pollock, I don't know that it affects him at all, hardly. You know what I mean? Maybe a homer here or a homer there, but he's still going to run. He's still going to steal bases. He's going to get his doubles. He's going to get on base. So I don't know that it affects I do just think the pitchers are the, are the big thing because if the humor works like it's supposed to work, bars, balls are just going to be hit less hard, right? And the guy I think yeah. that really helps is Robbie Ray because you look at his road numbers, they're spectacular. If he if he can even yep. do close to that at home, he's going to be a bona fide ace, no question about it. Well, I totally agree with everything you said, but Tom, you talked about it last night. The beauty of Goldschmidt is he stole 18 bases. I mean, yes, Freeman can hit the home runs. He might be able to match Goldschmidt, but Goldie hits over 300 and he steals bases. That's what we love about him. Well, he so does Freeman. in the labor draft. Huh? Uh, so does Freeman. Let's make, a, let's make a fun little bet right now. I will bet you guys this year that Freddie Freeman steals more bases than Paul Goldschmidt. Let's get. Let's mark that down. Let's have some fun this year on some fun now, uh, fun little bets. So that's the that's the first I'm gonna throw out there. He stole eight bases last year and missed half the year. Freddie Freeman did. So I, I just Goldschmidt's going the opposite way with bags, and I just, I feel Freddie Freeman's just gonna have a special type of year. So I, that's let's do that little fun bet right there. Absolutely. As soon as I get paid from the postseason contest <laughs> that I won, I will make that bet. All right. You guys, I don't even see the standings yet. Yeah, what no, I didn't finish. Well, we we know, stand, we know the stand. We know that we know the standings. We just don't know the final. I didn't tabulate the final scores. I'll do that. I want to see how much I dominated you guys on. So yeah, but we'll, we'll make that bet. But uh, all right. So I agree with you. And then Todd Zola did some projections, and you're right. He said Robbie Ray's ERA may go down by three tenths of a point. So if he goes three six to three three or nice. three three to three, I love it. That's fantastic, and I agree with you. His ERA at home was over four. Yeah. So let's get that down a little bit at home. I think it was one eight two on the road. So the guy was just dominant. He had ten games with ten strikeouts or more. I love Robbie Ray. How about Zach Godley? I like him as well at home. So, Tom, what do you think about the humidor? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it definitely helps the pitchers. I, I'm not worried about Goldschmidt. If he keeps falling in drafts, uh, I hope I'm picking late enough to get him. I hope I'm in the 8-9 range if he's falling there. I mean, he's just too good of a hitter. He will run. Okay, if his steals go down a little bit, it's 15. That's still fantastic for a first Yeah, oh, yeah no he's question. A 30 home run. Yep, yep. He's a 30-home run hitter. He hit uh, 16 bombs on the road last season. It's not like he's just going to hit five homers at Chase Field right. now. He'll probably still find a way to hit 15 there. And if he doesn't hit 15, like Derek said, it'll be doubles. He's too good of a hitter. So I don't worry about that. I, I personally think people are overreacting a little bit to this. But I do think, in terms of Goldschmidt, I do think the pitching is where it helps. And it makes Zach, to me, we both we all love Robbie Ray. Okay, we're yep. there. Yep. But to me, it makes Zach Greinke really appealing now. Because if he becomes a legit ace again, that's tremendous value because he is a terrific pitcher. Yeah, he's the one guy who struggled at Chase Field, especially his right. first year. Bastard cost us money, Tom, that first night when we had the party. Fucking hey, man. <laughs> God, we would have. I, I had a lot of money right on that one. 
Derek, we had a 16 parley, and we had all five of them up until the last game of the night, which was the Cubs at uh, uh, Arizona, and it was Granke's debut. No, and so Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Colorado. That, uh, that yeah. was the debut of Trevor Story. He hit like eight homers off Granke that night. <laughs> so there went our 16 parley. So I'm not. I'm never drafting Granke again because of that, huh? Oh, God, that was brutal. Sorry about that. I brought up some bad memories. Ah. That was a great. And that was that was the the NCAA. We lost the NCAA <laughs> game too that night. That was a. The good news is we met Rob. We had a great time with them that night. But the the gambling was a disaster. The, the cheeseburgers were really good too. <laughs> I remember that. But oh, fuck! Did we get? See, Derek doesn't realize, but that was the start of our joining Sports Hub Technologies. Yeah. Rob met us and he recruited us and told us what he had going. And we said, "Well, we'll see what goes on with stats." We just had a fantastic baseball season. We'll see what football comes, and you could just see what was happening with football uh, with stats. And I actually met with them in June, and uh, that got the ball rolling. So that was pretty history. It was pretty interesting. But all right, Tom, we talked about players we love last night. You guys give me one or two players you love, and we'll end it that way on a post-Valentine's Day podcast. Go ahead, Tom. Uh, I'll go with George Springer. I love George Springer. I always have. Uh, he's, he's a late second, early third round pick. I think that's great value, especially late second, early third. You start out a draft with Trout, Springer, and then let's say the top starting pitcher on the board, let's say Strasburg maybe. That's a pretty darn nice way to start a draft. So George Springer to me, I know he's not the prototypical leadoff hitter. He doesn't run for a lot of steals, but he can get double digits there. He's going to hit a lot of bombs, and he's sitting at the top of probably the best offense in baseball. I love it. Speaking of love, check out George Springer's account of uh, when he got married in the offseason here. It was a very lovely wedding, very romantic, uh, on the shores of Texas, I believe it was. But check it out. It was, it was pretty cool. All right, Derek, who do you love? Like I, I professed uh, how much I already like Freddie Freeman. I think Carlos Correa is just going way too low, guys. It, last, even in the FSTA draft, he went 15th overall. Uh, this guy, if he yeah. stays healthy, he can be the number one player in fantasy baseball. I think there's only you know maybe seven or eight guys that can actually be the number one overall player, and I do think that both Freddie Freeman and Carlos Correa could slide in there. If you know, I mean, assuming everyone always you know it's always health dependent on guys stay healthy. But there's a guy I think it's just going way too low. And then uh, as a twin guy i just think byron buxton's gonna put it all together this year i know he his his helium started right the rise has started he, you were getting him in the fifth or the sixth we got him fifth in the fsta draft which we absolutely loved uh, i think he's gonna just put together a monster another guy alex bregman love him uh, i think we'll start to see him rise again uh, he could be uh, end of the second rounder in 15 teams i think you start out with mike trout and add alex bregman to that, that would be that'd be a good start and the one guy the one pitcher i like who's also starting to rise i i just think that louis castillo i've watched i watched something uh, the other day on him uh, one of the Reds guys tweeted out, and just some some of the uh, improvements he made, just you know, in the last couple years from the minors and the way he comes up. He's a guy I think that uh, I mean nobody even knew about him last year. I think he was drafted in 18 of our draft champions last year, and look where he is now this year. He's going in sometimes into the into the fifth round. Now I don't know if I'd pay a fifth round price tag for him this year, but that's a guy I'm keeping my eye on. I just think he's he's going to be something special. So. I like all those choices, and I do like Luis Castillo. Check out his last 10 starts last year at Cincinnati. He was very, very dominant, and his ADP is 99. Uh, he is a solid pick. I would take him there. We've got him, of course, in some leagues, so I like those guys. Two guys outside of what you just talked about. <clears throat> I love Juan Makata. I really do. ADP of 132. He's going to hit second in that lineup. <clears throat> just really like him an awful lot. And then I'm all over Aaron Sanchez. I keep saying that. ADP of 218, 
The only thing that happened last year is the blisters. That's what shut him down. The year before, 16 wins. He was fantastic. Uh, one of the top 100 picks in the NFBC. Now he's going 218. If he can just avoid the blisters, I think Aaron Sanchez is going to be a stud this year in great value at that spot. So, all right. A lot of love going around in this podcast, no doubt about it. But we're just a bunch of lovely guys, no doubt about it. We look kind of rough, though. We got we all got to shave. How about that? I, I it's all sh- shaved tomorrow. I shaved uh, yesterday morning. I got, I'm doing this salt and pepper goatee at the wife's yeah. request. She kind of likes that, so I don't know. Kinda I got more salt than pepper, yeah. so does Tom. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll shave uh, tomorrow or Saturday when I go see Black Panther. Why are you shaving for Black Panther? It's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, you got good? You getting all dressed up or what? I might wear, maybe I'll wear a vibranium suit. Okay, we'll end it with that. Please, like, please tweet like that out if you do. Please tweet that out if you do. <laughs> him and Ray, him and Ray do that kind of stuff. They tweet those out. But uh, I'm with you. I'm looking forward to the movie as well. I hope I can go on Saturday. That's my plan. So, but a lot of drafts this weekend. Derek and I are going to be watching drafts this weekend. So tonight, fill too. Them up. What do we got tonight? tonight? We got we got two cut cut line at eight and ten Eastern. Still have spots, and we got a yeah. wire online uh, eight o'clock. Also has open spots, and I believe there's a few spots left for the fifty. Uh, DC Express at 8 o'clock too so get in one of those fine things um, actually I don't think I'm watching tonight so I'll have to nope, I'm, wa- I'm watching the cut lines and the online championships so sell them out give me something to do tonight alright All right. that's playnfbc.com go to playnfbc.com let's do it let's start having drafts every single night here many of them at once thanks much everybody have a great week